The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hey, welcome in everybody to the Hoop Ball Celtics podcast presented by Hoop Ball. I am your host, Patrick Lounsbury. Thank you so much for stopping by and taking a listen today. We're just going to be talking about how the Brooklyn Nets shot historically, had a great night, end up taking down the Boston Celtics in Game 5, fought a 141 to 126 victory. Just go over some of the things we saw in the game, some of the takeaways, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, also talk about what to expect in game six moving forward and and getting ready for you know this next next um, game here in Brooklyn trying to close it out uh, against Boston let's see what left what's left in the tank from these Celtics see what type of fight they have in their system all right you can follow the show on Twitter at hoopball Celtics you can also find me on Twitter at ball opinions that's b a l l i n O-P-I-N-I-O-N-S. If you find the show, you'll probably find me tagged in there as well with a lot of the releases and everything like that. Make sure to, wherever you're listening to on the platform, to please give us a five-star rating, a like, a review, subscribe to us wherever you are listening from. Thank you. Well, going into this game, guys, uh, the energy was surrounding... The TD Garden, you you knew you were going to have 17,000 in attendance instead of the 5,000 that was in there in Game 4. So that was kind of like the big motivation for the Celtics. And I, I mean, sorry, uh, Game 3, I misspoke there. The, so the, the amount of energy we had in Game 3 was very vibrant, even though it was only 5,000 people. I think it was either five or 7,000. Don't quote me on that. But going into tonight's Game, 17,000. TD Garden's rocking, got all this energy, feel, feel the vibes in the air. He's very optimistic. This team has a chance at home to, to tie the series against this bad boys, you know, Brooklyn Nets team that's full of superstars, top heavy. And Boston comes out swinging, man. They did not shy away. You had Smart and Tatum just coming back out, just like they did in Game 3, hitting some tough three-pointers, getting to the line playing very well the energy in the td garden was huge 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 factor to start out um they were good throughout the whole game even when this thing got ugly down the stretch boston just doing a lot of attacking early and getting to that line and as well as just hitting their open threes just a solid showing on the offensive side from them and and really maintaining a decency on the defense in those first six minutes but man after those first six minutes of that quarter the the wheels of defense is like it doesn't matter like kevin durant showed that he is i'm kevin durant and i'm better than everybody else on the court it was just one of those nights where kevin durant was filling it 14 of 20 from the field on for 42 points man was three of three from downtown could not stop him he had 11 free throws as well was perfect from the line 11 of 11 so kevin durant just being able to turn it on tatum was a playing pretty well in that first quarter he just uh was showing complete control he had 12 points in the first seven minutes of the quarter and uh Celtics had no answer though for Durant you know that's that's what it was it was it was you have Jason Tatum here doing his best to keep the Celtics in it and Durant is playing phenomenal too so they kind of just cancel each other out then you have Kyrie Irving 
who's having a really good game as well. 39 points off of 11 of 24 from the field. And then James Harden just has a quiet 8 eight of 12 from the field. Very efficient and scores 23 points but dishes out 18 assists. Like uh, That's just hard to beat. That's a hard team to beat. They're a good offensive team, and they played really well tonight and, and got the win. They were really efficient from the field. Um, also, too, the Celtics get, were getting caught in some silly fouls in that first half with Smart picked up his second one in that first quarter. They really would need more production from those role players when, when he went out, and they just that's just something that the MO for the Celtics this year they haven't been able to get. Asking a lot from the bench was, was going to be hard. However, there was some guys that showed up. You know, Javari Parker played 17 minutes, 4 or 5 from the field, 10 points, solid outing. You had Aaron Neesmith come in 4 of 6 from the field, 3 of 5 from deep, 11 points, solid. You know, Peyton Pritchard played 24 minutes, you know, most minutes he's seen in the um, playoffs so far, 5 of 9 from the field, 2 of 4 from deep, 12 points, you know. So we had some some chip in there and, and some help. Tristan Thompson wasn't as effective as he was in Game 3. He was only 2 of 4 from the field. He had 5.6 rebounds, so not really a big factor there. And then we also didn't have any uh, Kevin Walker or Robert Williams. No time lord tonight. You had Romeo Langford start in the place of, you know, Kemba Walker. He played pretty good uh, on the offensive side, but defensively he was fantastic. Thought he he showed a lot of um, good positioning. Was a great on-ball defender. Really keeps up with his with his man. And uh, I, I was proud to see Romeo Langford get some minutes. 26 minutes. Uh Two of six from the field, one of three from deep, nine points. So, you know, not not the greatest showing for his first start in the playoffs. But also, it wasn't that bad, you know. And he's a young guy who is going to have a full offseason this, after this playoffs and going to really have a chance to work on his game instead of rehabbing. So I'm very interested on uh, the development process that Romeo Langford possesses. Um, all right, and then also the the play from the bench, hus- hustling quarter. They will need more production. Yeah, the play from the bench and pushing the ball, man. Uh, they they did some good job there when when Tatum was sitting and Smart was sitting to start that second quarter, but then they realized you know offensively it's so hard, you know, and Harden just takes advantage. That's when he took advantage. You saw James Harden get into a zone in the second quarter. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant were on the bench, Tatum and Smart on the bench while you know. And Harden pretty much was felt like he was back in Houston. You know, it's just him and, and some group of guys out there against you know a, a team that didn't have Smart or Tatum on the floor. No Brian Brown, no Kemba Walker. So the the Brooklyn Nets took advantage of that. It didn't take very long. They get the lead to five, and the Celtics called that timeout at the nine ten mark of that second quarter. You know, they ended up having to get Tatum back in there, and uh, Tatum ended up playing forty minutes tonight. Um, but. Overall, Romeo was playing well in that second quarter. He was getting to the line. He was being aggressive, uh, really solid defensively, but offensively was, was was moving without the ball, with the ball, just trying to be in attack mode and not settling for you know contested jumpers or not letting the nerves get to him. And then also you had Tatum not very happy. He picks up a tech in that second quarter, man. Uh, he went two possessions straight drives where the ball kind of gets knocked out or whatever, and he, he felt like he was fouled. And he didn't even make it past half court. He was in the um, the other part of the court just yapping at the refs and, and let his emotions get the best of him. Next thing you know, he picked up that technical foul. And, and things were just already bad at that point. So 
Celtics just not really good. Celtics couldn't get a stop closing that second quarter. They need they just needed to like weather that storm. But uh, despite the Brooklyn Nets shooting 59% in that first half and 50% from deep, Brooklyn was only up 13 points. So Boston, you know, was only shooting 36 from the field and 28% from deep. So there's some optimism after that first half. Like, hey, there's a lot of things that are going to come back down to earth. So you would hope and so you would expect, you know, that's a very high percentage for a team to shoot at. And unfortunately, the Nets ended up going on more runs. Like it, it was just constant. They were hot all night, you know. KD was just unconscious on the court. The The way he was able to be a three-level scorer and get to those mid-range spots and just shoot over defenders, no problem, possesses a an unguardable trait. You know, It doesn't matter who we had out there to guard him. Kevin Durant was going to get to his spot, and he was going to make his shots. He was feeling it. It was just one of those nights where you tip your hat and you go, wow, you know, this is why the Brooklyn Nets were a favorite when they – got three of the top 15 players to join up on one team is their offense is is insane and then we saw that on full display here tonight celtics ended up coming out of that half flat brooklyn gets the lead to as much as 26 points in that third quarter and the wheels fell off man the the nets really took full control down the stretch and coasted to a game four win and they take that 3-1 lead in hopes of finishing things off in brooklyn on tuesday night and the Celtics are going to have to to counter that, you know. I mean, Jason Tatum played uh, relatively well. He he had a really good first quarter, really bad second quarter, didn't score at all. But he turned it back up in the second half. He was 10 of 22 from the field, 40 points. Probably would like him to take a little bit more shots, but he just came off of a game where he took 30 um, field goals from the field already. So it's understandable. Oh. Marcus Smart shooting, uh, shooting woes hit. You know his hot streak comes to an end here. In Game Four, he was four twelve from the field, two of nine from deep, sixteen points, nine assists, six rebounds. Fournier had a okay shooting night where he's five of fifteen, not great from the field, two of nine from deep, sixteen points. Um, like I said, the bench was really useful in this game, but overall, you know it's. The Nets ended up finishing shooting 57% from the field on the game and 59% from deep. Just unconscious, super hard to guard. Joe Harris was 4 or 5 from deep with 14 points. You know, we talked about uh, James Harden having a quiet 23-18 assist game. And then also, like, Brown off the bench. He was 6 of 10, uh, 14 points, 7 rebounds. Played some good energy minutes for the Brooklyn Nets. That's all, you know, 14 points off the bench is all they really needed. Griffin was non-existent. He had two uh, points, two rebounds in 18 minutes, one of three from the field. But, yeah, moving forward here, uh, going to the road to play Brooklyn, they're, they're definitely going to be motivated not to want to travel back to Boston with how the energy was. You don't want to give the Celtics that opportunity. So I expect the Nets to come out in game five. And come out swinging, man. They're they're looking to put this team away. They're looking to play in as less many games as they need to, and, and get focused for a very good Milwaukee Bucks team. But the Celtics also have, you know, Jason Tatum and and Evan Fournier and Marcus Smart, who these guys aren't going to just roll over and quit and be an easy out. So if the Nets don't come out and take the Celtics seriously here in the next game, the the Celtics have a real chance of. You know, going back to Boston for Game Six and trying to even that series out again. I think the the thing that we're gonna need most is you know get get Tatum some help. We need somebody else to shoot very well from the field. We need somebody else to kind of keep up with the scoring load. 
Jason Tatum has not been great on the road in Brooklyn in this series to this point. He's been wonderful at home. You know, obviously dropping a 50 and 40 point game on at home in this playoff series is going to help a lot. But you really, really need to see Jason Tatum play well on the road here. Uh, even if we if the Celtics aren't able to win, I would just want to see it just for being like, hey, he he's not just a struggler on the road in general in the playoffs. Uh, I just want to see him level up his game, try to come out here, and, and just get him some help, man. Just Marcus Smart, need him to, to be uh, semi-efficient. We need Fournier to be really efficient in this game. And we need Tristan Thompson to get back to what he was in game three really crashing those offensive rebounds and, and helping us get those extra possessions to give us a chance to possibly upset the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn here. Uh, I'm going to look at the spread here as far as that game goes on Tuesday, on June 1st. The Brooklyn Nets currently are favored by a total of, sorry, it looks like 12.5 points. So um, definitely the underdogs going in. This is one of the biggest spreads in the postseason uh so far so the celtics need to come out swing they need to come out with the energy generate whatever they can offensively and and try their best to make at least the shots the nets take as difficult as possible i know it's easier said than done and it's very hard to do because kevin durant is so good at getting to his spots kyrie irving is a mastro with the handle it's like a yo-yo on the you know string to the ball type situation. Like Kyrie Irving just has the craziest handles and is able to fade away and do a bunch of crazy stuff. And then James Harden's playmaking ability, man, 18 assists. They gotta limit that. They gotta if if James Harden is out there facilitating and and driving past Evan Fournier every possession like he did in the last two games, man, and just able to dish it off when the help comes for an easy dunk. It's it's going to be over quickly here in game five. So Celtics definitely have a lot going on the line here to possibly overcome. They're going to have to be pretty much perfect offensively to help themselves. But I think they're up to a challenge. The energy is going to be level, high level, and, and I'm interested to see how it goes. Also, um, the big chatter of the day is you know Kyrie Irving getting a, a water bottle thrown after him and previously to that happening he was stomping on uh, he did a stomp on the logo in the middle of the court after the victory so kg wasn't a fan of that stomp uh, but however like there's no need to throw a water bottle at an athlete that's unacceptable definitely don't condone of any actions like that ever in in the nba there's no room for that i'm happy that the the, the person who who threw the water bottle was Point, pointed out pretty quickly here and they are able to ban him for life from the td garden and also he he's possibly facing charges legal charges now because of that situation don't want to go too far into that more than more than that just kind of touch base there because that has been a headline if you want to talk to me more about that you can also find me on twitter you can dm me or anything like that um, i'm also on the locker room app pretty often uh talking uh, sports and celtics basketball all the time but yeah uh looking forward to this game five hoping that the celtics can push this to six and and you know at home you know win that game and if it ever goes to this game seven you never know what can happen you know the so the it's it's in the air right now but but the, it all lays on jason tatum's shoulders and and hopefully that the people around them are able to show up and and pitch in and give some support so 
yeah guys well i appreciate you stopping by on a memorial weekend i hope you're enjoying this weekend with your family friends if you're at work i understand that too hope work's going great for you thank you again for stopping by anybody uh, you know wherever you're listening to this platform on whatever platform you are i appreciate you stopping by and listening please 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 give us a like five-star review and subscribe to wherever you are listening to us whether it's apple podcast youtube you know anything um well yeah guys it's it's been a pleasure speaking with you i'm i'm out i'm gonna go enjoy the weather here and uh see ya